Hello and welcome to our podcast. It is Glasses Guy, Abby and Matt. Glasses Guy, the Glasses Guy. Give me the, give me the glasses. glasses. I'm going to be the Glasses Gal. Oh yeah. Okay. Yes, I'm the Glasses Guy because I wear glasses. Thank you so much for coming to the library. What book are you after? Oh, I bet you she's dirty at home. I bet you, hey? You have no idea. I can't take it off and whip up my hair because I shaved it. <laughs> Why are you 70? Because <laughs> I'm um, the glasses girl. <laughs> oh, is that what they do? How did that um, whole social social thing of a librarian become oh, sexy? Because deep down they like to have like an angel girl, but she's just so wicked in bed. So it's an age. Old it's the same. It, it, librarians got it, and so on the male side, pool cleaners. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, it's just like a bad guy, I reckon, because you don't have the opposite. You don't have this guy that you hope is a bit like clean cut and then hopes wild. You never really. Yeah. You but, want a wild guy that you hope is nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it is quite the That's only, the fantasy. Does a woman ever go, I bet you that accountant's nasty when he gets home? No. No. Men and women truly are. Opposites, aren't they? Women are from Venus and men have a penis. <laughs> it's a good book. Is it? Yeah. Well, you know what? It diagram. Is, it's 2019 yeah. and not all men have penises. Oh, no, that's true. Yep. Finally, I caught up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, we laugh, don't we? Yeah. Don't we? we snort together. We? Yeah, no, no, we no, should no, clarify that. that. <laughs> if someone snorts... I think they love it. If someone snorts because it can be embarrassing when you laugh, mm. then all of us need to do it. If you've just joined us, we are not talking about the weekend. I don't know what you mean. Neither do I. Here is the podcast. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. We always say, and it, this works for all types of media, if you just tune in halfway through a conversation, mm. you, you it might take a minute or two to really work out what is going on here. Yes, that's true. Context is everything. That's exactly right. It's like the bosses go, make sure you recap. Yeah. And we always say to them, well, if they weren't listening at the start, that's not our problem. We don't want them. Yeah, no. You get what you get. No, 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 no. We want them at all costs. Yes. Uh, So I had the the telly on the other night, Mm -hmm. uh, news playing in the background. And, um, of course, you only half pay attention until you hear something like, the house price slump. Then you start to listen. <laughs> you know, like, who was stealing your super? The danger what? in every kitchen. Yeah, yeah. Price of meat's gone up. Um, and this played on the telly. The service is available to anyone living on the Gold Coast. Starting at $35 an hour, you can hire Patricia. From there, prices are negotiable. Day packages and ongoing visits also available. This is a bit different for the news. Well, it just seems like they're reading out the back of a newspaper. Well, it, it's, I mean, we're all aware that the Gold Coast is filled with that well, how much was she? $35 an hour? Yeah. That's cheap. Oh, I thought this, I mean, I've is never it? been to one. Okay, cool. Is it? <laughs> Good one, Stav. Good one. Well, in all honesty, I've never been to one of those establishments, but I imagine $35 was cheap. Like, well, it depends. It wouldn't be top of the range. Oh, you reckon you get, you're getting the, Tuesday the lower model? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and that's always... But it's good for them to be able to advertise. Obviously, that's not what they're doing during the news. Well, right? who, who would who would know? Because then she continues on. I just thought it would be a good idea to make a business of it. She's oh. Scottish. She's doing it oh, anyway. Oh, now someone's, now <laughs> someone's involved, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. I always wondered, too, would you pick the most attractive one on the day? Like, well, when you go I... in there? Because, I mean, they're, the most attractive one would be the busiest... 
Yeah, so. but they say that guys don't go for that. Yeah. They go for companionship. companionship. I mean, obviously, at the end, they still want that, but they go to be out of chat. So I guess, you know, if you're into yeah. the Scottish accent... Do they also tell you how long they've been on shift for that day? I don't think so. If you ask them questions... I don't... Well, I guess. First calls is coming up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, 13, 10, 60, if you know any of, any of this stuff. But oh, you're listening along, right, and you're thinking, Nine News have really stepped things up. Patricia Clayton, a community support worker from Varsity Lakes, is charging people for her friendship. Friendship service for people that don't have friends, and it's as simple as that. She says her newly launched business, Professional Friends GC, is taking off. Thank God they cleared it up. She's paying people to be friends. Yes, you can You can go to her website. Is that real friendship? I don't think it is. Not oh, for 35 no. bucks an hour. It's just more honest. That's re- Well, that's really applying to the loneliest people out there. Yeah. Did you apply? Oh, yeah, we're hanging out this afternoon. <laughs> Are you going to sleep with her? Yeah, no. no. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Good morning. Thanks for your company. Can you make a headline ring? <laughs> you can ask us anything. We're continuing like that. First it's good to mix it up. You know you our know. number. It is 13 10 60. You can call any time with whatever you want. Yeah. Usually you get like a, hey, Simone, Welcome. Hello. Hey, Just wanted to say, oh, I like love you guys. Oh. I listen to you every morning. Oh, thank, thank you. you. Group hug. We love you too. <laughs> um, uh, so I'm going to set it up for you first, though. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, just imagine a woman in pink tights walking along the street, uh-huh. and it's six o'clock in the morning. Uh-huh. Hot or not, camel toe. Camel toe. You could see it that early in the Seriously? morning. Yeah. Uh, Guard me for life. I couldn't have my breakfast. <laughs> Simone, do you know that people are getting them now? You can purchase them online to put in so that you do get a camel toe. Why would anybody do that? I don't know. Like a prosthetic yeah. camel toe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Because I think the Kardashians did it, so of course there are idiots out there that copy. The other, my other question is, um, does the size of the camel toe... Is it got anything to do with the size of the woman, like how much weight she carries? Oh, well, it is a... Oh, (laughs) maybe, Simone, because if you've got, like, if you put a weight or anything like that, fat gets distributed to every part. (laughs) I don't even know if you want a serious answer. Yeah, no, no. It's it's a very interesting conversation and an awkward one for me and Stav, Simone. You've done well. Oh, you didn't answer, hot or not? Um, I'm not into it. To me, it's, like... Like, does a woman find flies eyes attractive? I'm not, I'm not sure that they More do. A personality guy, Simone. <laughs> <laughs> Would you kick him out of bed? No. No, of course not. <laughs> hey, Peter, you're on the air first calls. What do you want to chat about? Uh, yeah, I was just going to chat about that um, Christchurch with the, the shooting over there and um, Jacinta's decision of not naming the shooter. What do you guys think about it? We were just talking about that this morning. I decided that I wasn't going to, and then I heard the Prime Minister of New Zealand talk about it and give her reasons that she doesn't want to give him uh, fame and we should be mentioning the victims' names. So I do agree with that. I would love to know from a criminal psychologist now how we should act. Yeah. You know, like, would, would he want to get the fame out there and would it be correct for us not to mention his name? What do you think, Peter? Um, I think... I think the name shouldn't be mentioned because there's obviously things we've had like um, the Port Arthur with Mark Bryant and even more famously, I guess, is that Monica Lewinsky. Um, 
the amount of fame that they've got or the um from um those sort of incidents. So this guy he's done this because and mo- and all terrorists actually want to be martyrs. You know, they to yeah. them they want to be known for this and that's what they want. So by broadcasting who they are and and giving them that notoriety, no. they're, they're getting their thrills off. Well, it. normally they, they can have access to newspapers. Yeah. Um, and some internet, and in, he's in been prison. denied. Yeah, and he's been yeah. denied all that, so he won't be able to see any coverage. I, I also wouldn't put Monica Lewinsky in with those people. She, that's, no, I, I know. Yeah, you know, they're not the same. But I think no. what he's saying is, is what what happened between her and Bill mm. is nothing to be celebrated. Yet, you know, they're getting fame out of it. No, well, yeah, but I understand what you're saying as well. Yeah, she's an amazing woman. Uh, Christy, <laughs> he saw a documentary on? on her recently. She was on John Oliver. She's amazing. And anything right. John Oliver or John Oliver does, then. Uh, I mean, she did get the the bad end of the. She got the raw end of the deal, and she got dragged through the press quite harshly for a twenty-two-year-old who made a mistake. Anyway, Christy and Kalenga, what do you want to talk about first calls? Uh, I'm just training children in cars. It infuriates me. I'm so sick of driving past cars. You know, peak hour traffic, and you've got a two-year-old in a car seat with no straps on. They're bouncing around. They could basically change gears. They're that close to the parents. And the, the parents just don't give a toss. It's just not okay. Like, if you're driving right now and your child is in your car, regardless of their age, do they have their seatbelt on? Are they strapped in their car seat? You shouldn't be able to get two fingers inside that car seat strap. My um, my daughter won't let me move the car until she's um, she's buckled she's up. Gonna... So there's a clap thing yeah. now where she lets you know that she's. A friend of mine works in emergency yeah. and said that car accidents can happen and all the occupants uh, occupants in the car can pass away. Mm-hmm. But if they're in the car seat mm-hmm. strapped to it, then they're fine. They're fine, especially for capsules, for baby capsules. Yeah. Yep, it's just not okay, and it just makes me so angry. Like I'm not responsible with my own two children, but. I would feel like I need to advocate for that child in the car next to me. If I had stopped, I'd get out and I'd knock on their door and say, look, your your, your child yeah. is literally bouncing around. Like, it's, it's then, just ridiculous. And then you go back maybe 15, 20 years and we're all bouncing around in the yeah. back seat. We didn't have to. We yeah. had a panel van. We just like, slide around in the back like cargo. And your parents used to do it deliberately. Look, yeah. watch this corner. Yeah. <laughs> Whenever we forget to strap Eden in, she just does this the whole way along. Boom, boom. Stav, Abby, and Matt on Hit 105. I'm just love letters. Why are you writing? I wrote you every day for a year. Love letters straight from your heart. That's beautiful, isn't it? Have you guys ever done this where you etch your name into a tree or scrape it into no, I did like it into concrete? My skin. Oh yeah, for the compass. Oh, <laughs> did you? Yeah, yeah. Mark Breschke was his name, and I scratched it into my skin with the compass, and then you'd try and t- scab it up. Scab so it up. It would scar. Yeah. Or that's. I mean, I thought concrete was a, a wet concrete oh, was a commitment. Well, but well, it was stupid because he hadn't even talked to me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know where he is now? No. Oh, we should track him down. Girl at my school did Kurt Cobain, so you're way ahead. <laughs> <laughs> but no, you're talking about the ones where you put up on uh, the wall where they encourage you to write messages. Yeah, there's a where's, there's fish and chip shops, and also at parks or on concrete at. Padlocks on bridges are a big thing around the world. Don't do that. Though. Not allowed to. Yeah, because it, it overloads the bridge and the bridge collapses, yeah. killing everyone. Engineers didn't design it for the padlock. <laughs> Why did the bridge collapse? Too much love. Yeah. Uh, so love. we're hunting these down all over Brisbane. If you see one, uh, someone's put, you know, like uh, stab 
for Maddie forever. Oh, they're everywhere. Um, if you see those, take a photo, send them to us via our Hit 105 Facebook page. We want to track down the people who etched them in there yeah. and find out if their love truly did last for EVA. <laughs> <laughs> One person that's done that is from Flinders View is Samantha. Where did you write yours? Uh, it wasn't me. It was actually my husband. He scratched um, CW Loves SR on a tree um, at the park that our kids were playing at on the day in Red Bank. How long ago? That was done in 2013. Right. Um, we went back and had a look at it this year and it's still there. Wow. And you guys are still together? Yep, we're married now. So, Yeah. You drum roll. <laughs> oh, that's lovely. She didn't say my lovely. husband or my ex-husband. It kind of gave it away at the no, start. But, but I thought you were building up to it. Like, that was when great times. And then I thought there might have been a chance you went, he's now cheated on me. I went no, back down no, on that was my maiden name. So I've told him he needs to update it. Oh, mm. right. Yeah, fair enough. It is a big call once you etch it in somewhere because if you split yeah, you're up right. with a person, marriage is not the big deal. What the big deal <laughs> is we're sketching it onto tree. a tree. Hey, vows, <laughs> carvings are forever. Marriages you can have many. Oh, look at the rate of that's deforestation. It. Yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. That's a good point. Yeah. Um, oh well, there you go. Do you whenever you go to that park, do you point it out to people or? No, I pointed it out to him. I'm just like, oh, well, that's a bit cute, isn't it? Every time we see it, so yeah. Oh, oh lovely. And you're happily married, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. <laughs> the tree tells them they have to be. Yeah. It's on the tree, well, Maddie. Yeah, every yeah. time you have a fight, you're like, the tree, we got to keep it up for the tree. When that's you it. start taking an axe to the park, we know there's yeah, we issues. Yeah, we know something's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> well, we've had, a, I mean, we've only followed up two, two, and we've had a 100% success rate at the moment. Yep. Everyone's still together. Well, I think the people that doesn't work for are a little bit embarrassed. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. We'd, oh, we need to hear from someone who it hasn't worked out for. This this might be mm. the meaning of a successful relationship. Just write the initial somewhere and it'll yeah. all work out okay. Yeah. Uh, Samantha. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling through this morning. Nice to talk no to you. Problem. You too. Bye, guys. All right. What's that guy's name again who you gave yourself the scab for? Nope. My husband. <laughs> no. Mark. Gonna, oh, no. Well, we'll get it off the tape. Oh, no, don't. We need to track down Mark. <laughs> oh, I really want to talk to Mark. I think it was Mark for the C. Oh, of course it was. Because oh. he was so awesome. Did you ever speak to him? Nah, I don't think so. No, it was year eight. And what year grade was he in at the time? He was year eight as well. Oh, okay. Kids wouldn't even have compasses any- anymore, would they? What oh. would you use a compass for? Oh. Do you know what a compass is? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was the, you get it in, it's, that got the thing to do with subtractor, you get like a whole pack of stuff and you do circles and... Yeah, close enough. Yeah, yeah. but it had the needle on the end. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then you put your, your pencil in it and you yeah. go, ooh, look you at that, it's circle. perfect. Yeah. No, I don't think they do use them. Ethan doesn't have one for school. But that's all you used them for, cutting yourself. Yeah. yeah. Essentially. Yeah. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. You might change your mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. We like doing this segment to see if we can bring a different perspective to some people. Now, this morning, we're going to be joined by someone who's quite passionate about it. Uh, Josh from the sunny coast, what do you believe? Oh, there's, there's a number of misconceptions, and that's probably the biggest thing it would want to talk about, really, is, is exactly what people understand about marijuana as a, as a drug and as a recreational hobby, I guess. So you believe that marijuana should be legalised? Yeah, most definitely. Yeah, we've we've come the time. 
Well, yep. 131060, if you disagree and you want to be able to change Josh's mind, because sometimes it's just a different perspective. And you yeah. go, oh, I never thought about that. We've, I mean, we've made lots of headway with marijuana as a medical option. Um, yep. So, But that's not essentially what we're into today, because we've covered that. You're saying that marijuana, you should be able to buy it in the same sense as alcohol, go to a party on the weekend, have a smoke, drive a car. That's right. Like, any of the restrictions that have been put on um, the illicit drugs, that, like alcohol, that we are actually allowed to purchase legally, it's just no sense that something less harmful uh, hasn't got those same sort of framework. Josh, I guess it's the same as alcohol. Do you believe that it can affect people differently? And I just said, from I went to go and visit a friend of mine in rehab, and there was a gentleman that was in with her, and he had mental disorders that they thought were brought about from his reaction to marijuana. Yeah, look, it's not a joke that anything, um, as again, like any illicit substance can exacerbate or um, it's not so much bring on, but it can bring forward um, things in someone that may be quite sensitive. Yeah. So, um, it, it like is, schizophrenia, uh, for example. Most, def- most definitely, there's there's lots of things that um, should be looked at if, for instance, someone would be using a drug like that. And again, you could you could say the same thing about cheeseburgers and alcohol. Mm. Um, people have an extreme susceptibility to certain things, and whether the cannabis and studies haven't yet given us any proof whatsoever. Uh, if anything, um, something like Alzheimer's disease, which in the past they thought cannabis was. Uh, could be the cause of or um, increase the risk. Uh, studies have now found that it uh, suggests that it may lower the risk and also give these people a longer lifespan without that disease troubling them. So the confusion behind what is exactly the issue that's caused these mental health problems that people have is still not found. It's, right. Science still doesn't have an answer to that. Right. So, But if something could be exacerbated uh, by it, Definitely, any illicit substance has that has that ability. And are you actively campaigning for marijuana to be legalised? Are you like lobbying your politicians and stuff, or is this just a yeah? Yeah, as it as it stands, there's been quite a number of groups that have um, stuck it out since about 2013. Um, the fight the fight's been on the cards, and knowing that the options people have for medical cannabis at the moment is still so limited. We really need to go forward with changing the legislation in line with other countries. Josh, I know um, why it has to be for medical. I, I do agree with that. Why do you want it legalised? Um, just basically equality. Um, there's there's simplicity and equality in in the day and age that we are in now. And, and that just means that uh, in all fairness, some people should have a choice of whether they whether they use a drug or not, and it shouldn't be affecting them in a legal sense. How much are you um, smoking a week? Uh, well, I wouldn't. I, I, I don't smoke. If I was to choose it, I would. I would just take it. Take it orally. So yeah, you'd oh, be like able you to like a pill or something. Oils and stuff like that yeah. generally is what. Yeah, generally on a medical side of things. But if it was to be in a recreational sense, probably a vaporizer would be a, a really good choice. Right, okay. Well, uh, as it stands, it's illegal, uh, but you reckon that it should be uh, legalised. You just yeah, let sure. him into that one. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, well, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure we work out he, he has a toke or two uh, on, on the weekends. Uh, what, I'm, what I am saying is we're not encouraging you to go out and get some marijuana this afternoon because of this conversation. No. What we're saying is, is we're going to open up here on 131060. Josh says it should be legalised. Uh, if you disagree, let's see if through your experience, 
experience, you can change his mind. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. You might change your mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. Change my mind. It's a healthy debate. Get people to see things from another point of view and it might just make them go, oh, maybe I do change my mind. We're joined this morning by Josh in the sunny coast. And Josh, you believe what? Well, I think it's going to be hard to change my mind, but really, if cannabis was to be legalised in Australia, I think the benefits would be um, sort of greatly outweighing the, the negatives. Josh, just pretend you're open-minded for this. Well, to, be, <laughs> to be fair, Josh, You've we've, got had, me. we've had yeah. no one actually change their mind in the segment, but we, we always yeah, hope. Yeah, always hope. <laughs> we always we'll hope. see. Right. Uh, and Josh isn't talking about medical use, he's saying um, for that, and also for recreational yeah. on the weekends. Now, Sharon from Logan Home, uh, see if you can change Josh's mind. Good morning, everyone. How are you, Josh? Yeah, I'm well. Excellent. So I um, lost a sister at 33. She started with marijuana and obviously just progressed to other things. I'm not totally, wholly, solely blaming marijuana. But I did a lot of years in the Lismore, Brunswick Heads area and up here at Logan as a youth worker. And the destructive behaviour, uh, destructive use of marijuana, them saying that it was okay when they were just not functioning at all to be able to do anything. But um, I look, I don't personally think if you want to do it for recreational purposes, that's fine. You want to do it for medical reasons, I'm all behind that too. But then you make the choice that you hand in the licence so that you don't affect anyone else on the road. Mm. Okay, that's 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 fair. Like I believe regulation, um, like being able to police the dangers, is just as important as um, I, I, I guess um, educating those those young people that you've worked with. You know, so um, it it's something that I won't disagree with you entirely with because it's it's very very true that that um, a lot of people will use a substance. Mm. Um, for, for whether it be a gateway or a, um, uh, a way out, you know, at a certain point in their life. And it's, it's as I say, I'll keep saying it, you know, cheeseburgers and alcohol are the yeah. same thing yeah. to a certain degree. So you would have it And like when a... you talk about licences, yeah. um, that, you know, they, they don't, I don't even know if they swab tests for cocaine mm. these days, you know, because, um, but they do for, they do for cannabis. So the, the indifference that we see with what, the um, the uh, the police are actually using um, to determine whether someone's safe or not to drive. It's still not a, a broad uh, a broad enough approach. Oh, they well. should may we've got a lot to a get level. through. I don't want to cut you off. Sorry, Josh. But we do yeah, have a no, lot of people no. who want to change your mind this morning. <laughs> uh, Clinton, you're on the air with Josh. Go ahead, change his mind. Yeah, no, I reckon it should be legalised. Like um, I smoked for six years and. Then I got a job where we got drug tested. I quit straight away. Uh, it didn't affect me at all in any way. Like, my memory is still amazing. I pretty much used it because I had insomnia. Hmm. So it yeah, helped right. me with that, like, it helped me to sleep, stuff like that. I reckon and this guy's right. It should be legalised. Alrighty. No, I appreciate it. I appreciate it. We've got Jilly in Paddington. You're on with Josh, who believes marijuana should be legalised. See if you can change his mind. Um. Yeah, my biggest issue with it, I suppose, coming from a mental health standpoint, um, is for some people it's really um, dangerous in terms of perceptual changes. So over time, you know, unlike, I suppose, alcohol, 
where um, it's a quick, you know, I suppose it can be a slow build-up or a quick build-up depending on how your night is. But my biggest issue with it is that if it's overdosed uh, and we aren't using it regularly, like young people, I work with a lot of young people, um, like it changes perception very quickly, um, and especially if it has a lot of THC. And, And the biggest issue really that's coming about all this is we talk a lot about it being a medical benefit, which is definitely true and I'm never denying that and I've seen it be very beneficial. But the issue is is that THC is the hallucinogenic component and over time what's actually happened is we've grown that out of our weed. Um, we've, sorry, the medical um, benefit we've grown out of our weed and we've increased THC because that was yeah. good weed back in that the is, day. That, and that my biggest exactly issue right. is that... That, that is exactly right. So street cannabis, um, what we'd know as street cannabis and the, the very hard chunks of bud that you're finding that are, that are quite orange in colour, they have been, yeah, not grown with, with much care. And over time, um, as you say, those, those breeds of cannabis uh, have less CBD, the cannabidiol, and that's generally the non-psychotropic compound. And then the psychotropic compound being THC, most definitely... Um, when it's a, such a bias, it can cause those extreme anxieties. It can cause uh, accelerated heart rates, and um, yeah, generally in higher doses. So, right, I so you're basically saying, you. if, you're basically saying, if it was to be legalised, there would be a, a different quality control, and therefore, oh, most definitely. And the ratios of those compounds, like you've got a few different compounds, you've got terpenes, you've got flavonoids, you've got cannabinoids. And having a really rich profile and uh, what we'd call medical-grade cannabis is having, uh, should I say, like a not even amounts, but having a more distributed uh, ratio of yeah. those those compounds. Or and even the ability you. to see how much was in it. Yeah. Uh, if it was regulated, you'd be able to see the actual ingredients. All right, we're going to... Uh, we've got time Wonderful. for one more. David from Oxley, you're on if you can change Josh's mind. Hi, guys. Hi, Hi Josh. Um, look, g'day. I'm not really here to necessarily change your mind about legalising it for recreational purposes, but the problem we actually have is that, um, as you were saying before, that um, they don't test for cocaine. When you're pulled over and you're drug tested, you're actually tested for everything. Now, I have terminal cancer and I use um, opioids as a pain relief. Now, when I use those and I get pulled over, okay, it will come up on a drug test as heroin. Now, I have to sit there and wait two weeks to find out what the results are. The reason right. they do that is because there is no side on the side of the road test to be able to tell how much drugs you have in your system compared that we can with alcohol. Now, that is the, the real scary thing for me, obviously. Like, I don't personally use it. I'm 100% obviously um, being cancer patient for using it for medical uses. Right. Um, recreational uses is, is, is great, but the problem is is that you don't want to sit beside a drink driver. 90% of us that are on the road don't want to be beside someone that's stoned. And the first person that turns around and says, it doesn't affect me, I can drive fine is lying because we, we know neurologically that any kind of drug, whether it be the ones that, that I use and I'm, you know, that I, you know, there's a certain level that I don't drive with for the same reason. Um, it, it changes the way that, that our brain physical works. It's a chemical reaction. It, it's not something we control and we can change. Your reaction times are slower. And that is why they turn around and say you can only have 0.5% alcohol in your system. Yeah. Uh, thank you yeah. very much for your call, David. We've, we've run out of time. Uh, sorry, Josh, but just to Thanks, clarify, have we changed your mind? 
Oh, look, you've enlightened me, put it that way. I think <laughs> there's so many people that have got uh, so many different views and when it comes down to it, we've just got to hope the education and when we look at building this legislation that we take all this into account. Yeah, good stuff. Good on you, buddy. Thank you very Thanks, much. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Try and get some sleep. I don't like to sleep. Sleep, it's so important. Do you know when they put it on news.com, it's one of the most clicked on stories because we're all obsessed with it as we're tired sitting at our desk yeah. going, I need more sleep. And everyone knows, what's the magical number? Is it eight? Is it seven? And then you click on it and it says, it all depends on you. Mm. And you go, oh. Yeah, thanks. 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 But everyone's tired these days. And they say it's often because we're on electronics. Uh-huh. You never used to be. And you're looking at a screen and then you see the bright light and then you can't sleep. And you know you shouldn't be. Yeah, you look at your Facebook and your Instagram. Yeah while you're in bed and you're already tired and you know you should sleep and then you look and you're like, it's been an hour. Mm. But so joyous <laughs> is that when you wake up in the night, yeah. like our alarms go off at four, mm. and if I wake up at 2 a.m., I get that rush of two hours to go. I'm yeah. Yeah. To- and no. I lay there for awake for an hour. Well, <laughs> ignore that. It's not going to do you any good because oh. I've started going to a sleep specialist for my son because he's not a great sleeper. Mm. This music's making me... Me too. Know, I'm going to have to kill it. It's uh, making me work. And everyone complains that they're always tired these days. Yeah. yeah. And I, it was, she was showing me this diagram and I was like, I've never known this. I don't know if you guys do, but she's talking about how you go into a deep sleep when you first go to sleep yep. and then all your the sleep patterns sleep. and stuff like this. Yep. Do you know that an hour sleep before midnight is equivalent to two or three hours after midnight? Really? Yes. What's, a, so what's midnight got to do people, with anything? Pardon? What's midnight got Because that's where all the, the chemicals in your body will be released. So a certain period of time after the sun goes down is when you start producing it. You guys realise we've been reading that out on air for the past week and a half? That's what, yeah. 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 Yeah, but there's people listening who don't listen for the whole week. Shh. <laughs> you both seem shocked by this information. And also, if you get to... Why don't you tell us about it? <laughs> tell us about it. She's got you. Tell us more about it, mister. Uh-huh. <laughs> mister. Come on, glasses guy. If, glasses you, guy. if yeah. you get the right amount of sleep. So if you wake up in your um, REM sleep, you'll be tired. But if you wake up in your uh, coming out of sleep again, you'll feel refreshed. So you can have a 20-minute nap yeah. in the day. Uh, and if you wake up at the wrong time, you've actually done yourself a disservice. Or you could have a 20-minute nap during the day. And if you wake up at the right time of your sleep cycle, it's like having eight hours. No, she said it does depend on you. She says, have a cup of coffee, then have a sleep. Your body will naturally wake up when it should be a good time to wake up. Really? If you're going to have a nap. Thanks for being interested, because Mr. Glasses Guy over <laughs> here knows it all. But you know how you're saying you're waking up at 2 o'clock? Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. You're complaining about it. It's fine. But, it's but, going to bed earlier that you should do. And everyone keeps going to bed later and later. I'm I'm not realising. I love going to bed early. Well, you're doing the right thing. You should go to bed soon after the the sun goes down and then you should be waking up earlier. Mm. Talking to Maddie now. (laughs) (laughs) Does does the sleep specialist discuss drunk sleep as well? Because you know when you you can fall asleep instantly and you could sleep for 12 hours when you blotto. Because you're you're not going through the natural cycles. So you're basically passing out and then a lot of the sugar that will get it will wake you up and then you've you've missed the whole sleep sleep cycle. So it's it's scientific once you look at it and and you miss it. So if you're having kids that are having trouble going to sleep and you're like, oh, I should put them to bed later because they can't sleep, you should do the opposite. You should put them to bed earlier. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realise you were a sleep specialist over there. (laughs) 
See, I've been paying all this money. I should have just asked <laughs> yeah. him. We do that with Eden. We like we never try and we leave her as late as we can. No. So eight o'clock no. because we think she'll sleep. No. Yeah, no. So if you want her to sleep in longer, then you should put her to bed earlier. And when you in the middle of the night, if you get up because you know when the sun starts uh, is down, you know around about three or four a.m. it starts getting cooler. Yeah. If you put a blanket over the kids, then they're more likely to sleep longer as well because at that time is when they're the most restless and more uh, susceptible to getting up. Ah, see, it's on the drunk thing too. My grandmother, and this was back in the day, yeah. she said we used to do the brandy in the bottle. Oh, that was children. for gums, wasn't it? No, yeah. it was also, they said it was for gums, it was actually to knock them out. Yeah, because we, when we first had Eden, we're like, she's sleeping terribly. My grandmother just pipes up, she goes, brandy in the bottle, it's frowned upon now, worked yeah. perfect back in the day. My grandma said, don't bother giving it to the kids, that's a waste, take it yourself and you'll sleep through it. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it hasn't worked for my son, so <laughs> I don't know what's working. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. sexual, so we should be sexual. I was sharing a blog that was written by a very funny mum. You can check her out called The Mum on the Run. And she's basically saying, guys, if you want loving, we, you will need to know that we also want loving. It's just that we might not have the time because our work is often still happening later on where you've got to do school lunches or washing. You haven't just clicked off. So what, you, what you're saying is don't jump into bed and say how about it. You've got to pick Put up in. a few chores. Yeah. and Make then... it so that you both have available time. Yeah. Hmm. Alright, so we yes, asked <laughs> But, they, but the article basically says that no guy wants to hear this Because no, they want it to just don't. be a magical thing rather than going Oh what? Like what they you... hear it and go yeah but I don't think that's the reason <laughs> Nah that's not And no, she's no. going no it honestly is We want you to want us That's we, all we, we want We do want you but We want you, want you to want to, to help dishes. more yeah. We want to help No you don't <laughs> We're just we're like busy Why don't you do it then? I've got to mow the lawn Well she's saying that her partner disappears to the toilet for a few hours, and she doesn't understand why he can't work out his bowel movements. That is a yeah. that is a classic post dinner move. Comes out and goes, oh, "Oh, the dishes are done. I was going to do them." Were babe, you? you should. What did you? You should have waited for me. You always do this. Uh, so we talked about it yesterday on air, and then we had Demi and Michael on um, to discuss their relationship. This is how that chat went. What would you need Michael to do tonight for you to stay awake after he has that shower? If he cooked dinner and the dishes, and if he could do the folding of the washing by the time I get home, that'd be good. That's good. Michael, did you hear those three things? I don't know. A woman would rather a man cooking in the kitchen or um, renovating the house with an owl bag on. (laughs) My husband does the same thing just for one night. Just try it. For one night, we appreciate, Michael, that you are a man that is building the house and that's fabulous. Can you say that again but less condescending? No. no, I think it is amazing. My husband does the same, but sometimes you just need the work done inside the house. So, Demi and Michael, thank you for both yeah. answering this morning. <laughs> how are you? Hello. How did, how did it go last night, Demi? Did he do the cooking? No. Um, I just wanted to clarify, so he wasn't at work yesterday, so... For me to come home, you know, after work, for him to have dinner cooked would have been good, but short answer, no. Okay. Okay. Now, we did leave the conversation yesterday and we turned off the microphones and we went, I reckon let's leave it here. We we hope we didn't break them up. Oh, Michael, you there? (laughs) Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. I'm just just signing up for my um, chef apprenticeship. Uh-huh. <laughs> He's got to learn how to cook. He's got to learn how to cook before he can cook. Yeah. <laughs> Would you have accepted him ordering Uber Eats, Demi? 
Oh, yeah, that would have been okay as well, as long as I didn't have to cook dinner. Would have you even oh, yeah. accepted a toasted cheese sandwich with maybe a little bit of a salad on the side? And yeah, anything pizza. for me. Yeah. <laughs> anything for me not to have to cook. Did you do any folding, Michael? Uh, folding, no, mate. I was just folding money, not clothes. I just, <laughs> oh, uh, okay, all right. All right so all I guess right. the big question... <laughs> I think we already know the answer. Uh, yes. Michael, yeah. did you get lucky last night? Well, it was so both of you could get lucky. It's not just about you, Michael. See what I mean? Like, you both have time to... No, but I've got feelings and emotions, and I need to be, you know, taken to dinner, and I can't be be treated like a piece of meat, you know? She's really not treating you like a piece of meat, so this is an attitude thing. I see what we're going with. I'm I'm talking for all men out there. We can't just be treated like, hey, this is a job, but otherwise they're going to have to start paying early rates. Is it hard being with a comedian, Demi? (laughs) Yeah, this is, this is how it is all the time. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I love you, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, good on you good guys. Good luck with the chef's apprenticeship, uh, Michael. Oh, thanks. thanks. No worries. <laughs> thanks for being part of our experiment wow. at Stab Abby and Matt. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Alpha Bucks, we're going to play it tomorrow, the 22nd of March. 10 grand on the line, 8 a.m. Your letter is? Oh, I didn't look. I thought you did. I threw it away. Oh, <laughs> No, no, but oh, you're talking oh, N. N. N for November. N for yep. Oh. No, November. Oh. Yep. Starts with a Y. <laughs> yep. Meow. <laughs> Staff, Abby and Matt's ten thousand dollar alpha box. Alpha box. Two hundred and sixty thousand dollars. That number is how much has been drawn out of our alpha box account. Well over a quarter of a mil, and we want you to make it even more every morning at 8 a.m. If you want to play Alpha Bucks, $10,000 is on the line. If it goes off today, we'll play again tomorrow. If it goes off every day, every week, we'll just continue to play. Yep, till we drive this station into the ground. <laughs> <laughs> Emily, welcome to the show. Hello? Hey, Emily. Oh, hey. You got through on 131060. Yeah. <laughs> Woo. Yay! Woo, indeed. Uh, you're only 30 seconds away from maybe walking away with $10,000. Oh, I hope so. Me too. I want to give it away today. Now, you're going to get a letter from Abby. Every answer has to start with that letter. You get $50 per one you get right and 10,000 big ones if you get them all, okay? Okay. All right. All right. Here we go, Emily. Your letter this morning is O for Orange. <gasps> o. O. You're not happy okay. with that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm happy I got three. All right. Here we go. Okay. Name a TV host. Oprah. Name a pizza topping. Onions. Name something that is mined. That is mined? Mind. Opinion. Uh, name something you can uh, wear. Overalls. Name a city. A what? Name a city. Uh, um, Orlando. Name a letter in the Greek alphabet. Um, blah, 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 pass. Name a shape. Uh, oval. Name a large bird. Ostrich. Name a muscle. Um, I didn't mean to yell at you. Name a city, Emily. You got three hundred and fifty dollars. Oh, whoopsie! Okay, well done. Well done. You only passed on one. Name the letter in the Greek alphabet would have been Omega. And I'm going to give you mining an opinion because you do mine people's opinion, and that's a very original answer. So well done. Yeah. I love your energy, Emily. 
Oh, thanks. You're a lot of fun. <laughs> this morning, so. Good on yeah. you. You've done well. $10,000 every time we play Alpha Bucks. And remember, if you listen to our podcast, download it every day on the uh, iTunes store, in the middle of it, we give you the letter for the next day. Yeah, we yeah do. so even if you don't want to listen, you can just fast forward. Yes. No, no, no. Why would they not want we, to listen? Because yeah. they've already heard the show today. Yeah, but you know what it's like? You might miss little bits. Like when you watch a TV show, you go, wow, that I, if I hadn't known that about okay, that character. Guys, they've already got the download, so we've already got the tick. Oh, we'll do what oh, you want. Yeah. <laughs> Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue and you want to ask Brisbane's opinion, then send me an email, dearabby at hit105.com.au. I won't even mention names because they all say remain anonymous and I've learnt that this time. Have you? Mm-hmm. No, I have. Remember once I accidentally <laughs> yep. did, but now everyone is anonymous. Ooh, 131060 if you want to give an opinion on this one. I'd like everyone to hear my name. On Friday <laughs> afternoon, about five houses in our street get together and have drinks and let our kids all play together as most of us are single mums and really understand each other. One of the mums uh, on Centrelink payments started bringing really expensive wine and cheese and we're all joking that she must have won lotto and not told us. After a few drinks, she started bragging that her new partner had moved in and was paying the entire rent for her and the girls. I commented that she better declare it to Centrelink uh, that her boyfriend's moved in. She laughed and said there is no way she is getting her single parent benefit reduced by doing that and they wouldn't know anyone anyways. He's flying a fly-in, fly-out worker. Uh-huh. I'm off my head mad. I don't get as much help uh, money-wise as I work hard because I don't want the kids to think that being on welfare is the answer. But it's hard seeing them go without, and I might have to tell my son that I can't afford to him for him to go to school camp. And here she is making a joke of it. I'm tempted to anonymously dub her in. Is that bitter? 131060. It might be bitter. But I think I'll answer that it. one. It might be bitter. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I don't know. Because <clears throat> my thing... <laughs> I think if people are doing the wrong thing, then I, I, I guess legally you have to. But it's I don't know how close friends they are. Well, it's weird because when um, my wife and I first met, she'd already had Ethan. Yeah. Um, and we weren't living together, so she had she worked full time mm. and she also got some benefits um, for childcare and things like that, which helped because she was single. When we moved in together. Um, we split everything as if the same way you would with flatmates. And mm-hmm. I, at that stage, it was early in our relationship. I didn't pay for anything for Ethan at that point. Uh-huh. Maybe you paid rent. Yeah, but I paid half the rent because I was living there. She lost pretty much all of her benefits yeah. from me being there. Right. So that was hard for her in in that fact yeah. um, that she took a lot of that on. But that that's, I guess, the point of these systems is to help people who are completely on their own mm. and not getting yeah. any money at all. Yeah. So, and because in actual fact, what ends up happening is I did start putting in for stuff mm. with Ethan and, and you well, just do that. Well, I know it sounds a bit better here, but if she's spending it on expensive wine and cheese, yeah. I can understand the other noise, the girl going, well, if you've got enough money for that and I'm struggling. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, what, what do you, she's even saying, even not only is she still getting the benefits, he's paying all the rent. Because if you fly in, fly out, technically you're still living there, aren't you? It doesn't yeah. matter for yeah. Centrelink. Yeah. Yeah. He would it, he wouldn't be having that. I can imagine none of his mails getting sent there. No, no. Because if they investigated, they would find that out. But it's that weird one though too, because you always you go on welfare, um, hoping that your circumstances will change, and then when your yeah. circumstances change, you don't want to tell them. You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. It's, you, it's you, you never want to go on there for the rest of your life, but then you you get the the windfall, you get happy. Do you know there's people at Centrelink that are employed now to look through Facebook? <laughs> 
Oh. Because people were like, no, nah, I'm not declaring it. And then all of a sudden, yeah. here we are, yeah. living together. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to give away all their secrets. <laughs> Me and my new man with all the kids at Movie World buying up plush toys. Yeah. So what do you think? Should she dob the neighbour in? Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. Dear Abby. Sometimes in life, gets real. And that's when you need Abby to help. I'm trying to help you. If you've got an issue, you want to get Brisbane's opinion, send in an email. Dear Abby at hit105.com.au. I've got one from a mum who in their street, a few of the mums get together, have a few drinks on a Friday, kids play, and she's just found out that one of the mums is bringing expensive wine and cheese because her <laughs> boyfriend's moved in and has started paying the rent. The issue is she's on single mum benefits. Costello? Is that what it is? Oh, it would have to be, yeah. wouldn't it? I yeah. don't know. It didn't say. Didn't yeah. go into detail. I kind of wanted to know what sort of cheese. Brown Brothers wine? <laughs> Jeez, where are you getting your money? <laughs> she's cheese, cheese board? Is she just bitter or should she actually dob her in for claiming single benefits when she shouldn't now? Hey, Nikki, what do you think? Hey, guys. How are you going? Good. Good. That's good. Um, I was actually a single mum for eight years, so I completely understand where this lovely lady is coming from. And I say yes, definitely dob her in because I, like I said, single mum for eight years, but I worked full time from the day my son was 10 months old and still going. So no, it's not fair that she busts her butt, works hard, provides for her kids and does the right thing. Whereas this lady is just absolutely making the system a joke. I mean, it's been put in place for a reason and it's not fair on to the mums and dads that are doing it, you know, in the opposite way as well, that are doing the right thing. And she's just think, laughing in its face as if it's a joke. Mm. Mm. Would you feel guilty if the mum came to you after that and was like, oh, someone's dogged me in? No, no not at all. No. no. Not yeah. at all. No. Yeah. You'd have yeah, one you know more party so you get one more cheese round. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, I wish I hadn't dogged her in. <laughs> now cheese. we're back to cheddar. <laughs> Actually, I knew you guys would focus on the cheese. I was wondering whether I should leave it out. <laughs> Ashley, in Cooper, what do you think? Should this mum dob the lady in for claiming single benefits when she's not eligible now? Um, no, I don't think she should dob her in. Okay. Because um, what if this mum goes to jail and she has to leave her children her children will suffer without their mum. So I think the consequences are pretty large, and I think she is being pretty bitter. Yeah, right. Can you get a joke? I guess it's fraud, isn't it? Yeah, I think they do get you to pay it back. They they make you pay it back for With instalments of $5. Yeah, yeah but it, you are... You are You're breaking the law. Breaking yeah. the law. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sally from North Lakes, does uh, this lady dob in, this single mum who's rotting the system? 100% dob her in. Ooh. I work in property management and I dob people in all the time. <laughs> oh, wow. They might say that they're living by themselves. What do you look for? Do you look for like uh, toothbrushes there, extra cards? No, no, we get on their applications. Yeah. They usually give their Centrelink statements and it says whether they're partnered or not. Mm-hmm. And then we find they're moving in with a boyfriend or whatever it might be. And there's an actual section on the Centrelink website that you can go in and dob people anonymously. And all you need is their name and address. Obviously, I have an application, so I have everything in front of me. Yeah. Um, I'm a single mum as well. So, but I've been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> so I yeah. dob people in all the time. It's not a free ride. Is it part of your legal requirement of your job that you have to do that? Or do you just like to do it to get the cheats out like of there? I like to do it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> How many people do you do, Sally? Dob them in. How, is this so common? 
Oh, ridiculously common. Particularly in the area I work in, it is a lower economic area. Mm. Um, but I would say I've been doing this for 15 years and I would say I've dobbed in well over 100 people. Right. Yeah, wow. wow. Give us a sort of... What the um, difference is? You knew with Esther, I know it was a while ago. Yeah. What was the difference with it? Was it dramatically reduced once you admitted that a partner's living with you? Yeah, well, she um, she worked, so she never received any money. Ones? It right. was just health care. So yeah. ch- child care was very, very, well, I think, half price or something. And a lot of medical stuff was um, almost free in some points. Right. She might be listening right now saying, you're an idiot. That's not true. No, but, she does that every day anyway. <laughs> but there was a lot of that sort of the stuff that then we had to pay full, full, full price, price for. Hey, Jade in Seven Hills, do you think that the she should dob in the welfare cheat? I think it is so bitter to do that. I think it's bad karma and it's none of her business. I'm a single mom and I get it really annoying, but like it's just bad karma. Stay out of it. And it gets reduced practically to nothing and what if they break up in a month like boyfriends come and go so I understand it's annoying for the meantime but let it go they might not last and you know it's just it is what it is all right Uh, Leanne from Stafford Heights bring us home here before we get our full percentage on the air what do you think Um, no definitely don't don't dob her in okay why do you say that well, for one, um, if say she's in housing or anything like that, housing for one, you're allowed to have um, like sort of a friend stay over three nights a week. And he's, he's fly in, fly out. Well, obviously he's staying, you know, like not there hardly at all. And if he's helping her out with the rent, well, you know, that's lovely. But don't double him. Right. Well, uh, thank you for your call, Leanne. Um, 80% of people um, who we took calls for say dob away. Right. Dob her in. Dob her in. If you don't have the conscience. Or you're just going to miss the cheese too much. <laughs> <laughs> if you can, depending on if you can camembert it. <laughs> people do love in. the cheese. They who doesn't yeah. love cheese? Yeah. 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 But well, 80% said dob her in. Dob her in. Stav, Abby and Matt. On Hit 105. Abby's greatest shave. Thank you. I keep checking it. It's up to past 71000 now. Ooh, lovely. Ooh, which is awesome. And all the money does go to the Leukemia Foundation, and they do an amazing job. And I want to say thank you to everyone that's been sending in their photos of them doing the shave. Yeah, a so lot of many people, people do it. Yeah, a lot of nurses at uh, Greenslopes Hospital yep. did it, and they're sending in the photos. And now we're in a bit of a competition to see the hair growing back, uh, which is fun. You can see, though, it, just how fast hair grows once it's really short. Like, usually when you've got long hair, you don't notice notice it, but when you shave it, it's like, God. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's weird. It took me 10 minutes to get ready last night. How's that? Never complain about girls taking so long. It's our hair. Put on quick makeup after a shower, and I was ready in 10 minutes. Amazing, Had to wait for my husband. Yeah. (laughs) Did you hear the blow dryer going (laughs) in for Scotty? Well, I appreciate it. My hair gets to grow back. If you've gone through chemo, it's a a long process for it. Yeah. But I was a bit surprised by it, especially from a Catholic school. Uh, Lords Hill College um, has been in the media quite a bit because a mum took to Facebook and this post went viral. Uh Who would have thought that females would have shared it on social media? Surprise, surprise. I didn't know they did that sort yeah, of thing. Yeah, they do. And they comment and they share and that they is a talk shock about to me. it. It's a shock. I, this is my shock face. But a mum has written saying, today I was informed by my daughter that another student at Lords Hill College in Hawthorne, Brisbane, was humiliated and reprimanded for participating and raising over $900 for the world's greatest shave. This particular girl was advised that she was not allowed to remove her hat at any time during uh, the day because her head was shaved. For a great cause, I might add. 
This teacher went on um, to make sure that any other teacher would uh, reprimand her, even though it was 35 degrees heat. Wow. Um, the school has responded to it, um, basically saying they sent out an email to the parents. Yeah, because they do. Usually, that's in the uniform policy. Um, that I, you can't, you can't have a shaved head. Yeah, yeah. I got in yeah. trouble when I went to a Catholic high school mm. for a year and a half before they decided I should leave. Um, <laughs> that you couldn't go under a two. Right. Yes, that and I went to, usually... I went to as well. We weren't out to wear mascara, which is why we used to put Vaseline on our lashes. <laughs> uh, we're never allowed to dye hair, and we used to get in trouble about yeah. it. But you would think for something as but good I as... I would have thought, considering a, a, a Catholic school yeah. is all about um, helping Charity. out the community, yeah. I would have thought they would have made it an exception for that. Like, I don't think anyone's going to go, oh, well, she's got a shaved head, so I'm allowed to shave my head. It's no. like, well, no, <laughs> if you're doing it for a cause... I don't think this person should be humiliated. No. There was no. even a story over in New South Wales of one girl getting girl. bullied after shaving her head. What is wrong with people? People are the worst. The school has issued a statement saying uh, they've got their own charities that they support. Oh, wow. Mm. I don't think that's a Catholic school thing. That That's an individual school response, that one. Yeah, they just said that, you know, we, we don't want to cover uh, comment on it because of the well-being of our students is a top priority. So the student's family have expressed and asked the college not to engage in any public commentary to this matter. Should we not have talked about it then? That's exactly why we're talking about it. Uh, No, it didn't say Abby. On the email, it didn't say Abby. Make sure you don't follow this. No. Now scroll down. Double check. (laughs) Shave people. We need to stick together. Just saying the college has a long history of supporting charitable fundraising initiatives. Uh I understand there's a school policy. But when you're raising money for charity, I think some exceptions need to be yeah. made. Yeah. I don't know. To me, it doesn't matter if your hair's shaved or what the go is. Like, if a girl got, say, 10 kilos of bubble gum stuck on her hair and she had no choice but to shave it all off, they're going to be like, hey, because <laughs> of the bubble gum incident, you're going to have to wear a hat. God, that happens more often than you would think. <laughs> you would be, it may, I it think that's a bit. It's almost a silent... Killer, isn't it? The bubble it is. gum. No, you put your head in the freezer. My that's mom tried not, to do it. That yeah. never yeah. works. Yeah, though, does you got it? the ice, and yeah. then you can peel it off. Yeah, does that actually work? Yeah. So I had to put it all in ice. Yeah. Um, and I think she just did the freezer in my the head in my freezer just to annoy me. Mm. And then you can sort of chip away at it. Oh, see, I thought that was always a myth. Uh, it is a myth that it takes seven years to digest. That's a myth. How do we get onto Chewy again? Talking about hair. Oh yeah, cool. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Just so you're aware. I just want to say a shout out and well done to a lot of people that did participate in World's Greatest Show. Yeah, great job. Stab Abby and Matt on Hit 105. I just want to say I feel for the parents who uh, pick their kids up from childcare. They look at the little little sheet of what they've done. They look at the little nap box and it's ticked. (laughs) And you go, oh, yay, they got to sleep even though I didn't want them to. And you think of that as you try to put them to bed and it's taking an extra hour and a half. I'm glad they had a rest, a little bit of a sleep at childcare, but it doesn't help you out at night, so thanks, but no thanks. <laughs> so I also want them to have sugar at school. You know how they got to monitor lunchboxes? Yeah. No, I don't want them to eat sugar at home. That's when I've got to deal with them. <laughs> <laughs> I want them to have sugar and all their treats at school. <clears throat> Sorry, I said it. Thanks for nothing. Just give me a chance in case you had one more. Oh, I- <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being selfish. Pens and the original keyboard. Oh, uh, good cool. one. Yes. What about mm. pencils? The original, original keyboard. 
Depends how far back you want to go. You know, Cave drawings? You know what I'm saying. Okay, I'll stop. <laughs> they never work. And if they are working, they're exploding. Uh, you know, it's not often I'll put a pen in a pocket. But when I go, this is a pocket pen. It goes, oh, we're in a pocket. <laughs> Going to explode in said pocket. But it didn't even work ten minutes ago. Uh, so pens, <laughs> thanks. But no thanks. And NASA spent millions of dollars to invent the pen that wrote in space. And the Russians took a pencil. Is that true? Is that true? <laughs> of course they did. <laughs> <laughs> I bet you they got all the way up there and the pen didn't work. <laughs> there are some weird sayings out there that I'm sure were just made up to make you feel better about bad things that happen. Like, it'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think I can get you off. Um, <laughs> because there is no truth. There can't be any truth to the old saying that it's lucky if a bird shits on you. Because it's not, I, yeah, is it? You. Right? No. It's not fun at the time. Uh, I've never had it happen to me and then found $20. I don't know. Maybe the bird's going, he's the chosen one. <laughs> <laughs> Do you reckon the birds get together and go, these idiots, <laughs> these idiot humans? <laughs> when did you get done? Yesterday. Oh. Yeah. I think we're just lucky that larger animals don't fly. <laughs> you mm. Imagine if a cow could fly. That'd be, that'd be a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> Thanks, but nothing. Stab Abby and Matt come free every morning. And if you purchase any new MG from Southside MG, you'll receive a $1,000 free fuel card and a seven-year warranty. Southsidemg.com.au. Old school nine at nine. Hit 105. Time to go way back. Old school 9 at 9 on Brisbane's Hit 105. Let's go. Yeah, we'll play the old school 9 at 9 in just a second. Bradley takes hey. over. Hey, buddy. Morning, guys. Happy it's Thursday. Good oh, to yeah. your voices. Oh, yeah. Hey, question for you this morning, Bradley. Oof, go on. Um, I've noticed there's been a real change in radio over the years. Yeah, yeah. right. Everyone who does the workday shifts... You just go by your names on your birth certificates. Yeah, You know, that's like we've got Rowan, got yeah. Brad. Yeah. But back in the day, it was always, you know, like Mad Maxi in the morning. What was your name, Maddie? I, I had a content director who said I should call myself Ron Jeremy on the air. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I was 17 at the time. Uh-huh. And I went on air and did it during my weekend shift. And uh-huh. he rang me in a huff going, what are you doing, you idiot? I said, what you wanted. Yeah. And then I found out Ron Jeremy... Is a film star. Yes. Mm. Yep. Very t- yeah. What was your Thunder Pilot name? I I was just Abby, so then they started calling me Just Abby. <laughs> <laughs> just Abby's down on the streets. So like, oh come on. Thunder Pilot Just I, Abby. I'm thinking yeah. you and Rowan, we need to maybe like put it to the people or something and get you like fully sick like radio yeah. DJ name. We need like openers and everything like that, like yeah. intros made with the names. We do call Rowan Big Horse around here, but I think he coined that himself. So yeah, you can't sometimes give we'll the do that. We'll, we'll ask some of the ladies here. The one name, by the way, that I love on radio, which you might have heard a few times, is Dangerous Dave. Oh, Half yeah. the time, though, yeah. the Daves aren't that dangerous. No, they're like, always dweebs, aren't they? Either that or they're really nice men. Like you've got like you know a guy who I know there's a Dangerous Dave on a station in Hobart who looks like the nicest man alive, and yet he goes mm. by the name Dangerous. 
dangerous, Dave. I look at him and go, you're not dangerous at all, mate. Brad, be uh, Brad's actually on my phone under Braddles, which is also my yeah. brother's name, and I keep texting um, Brad <laughs> there um, thinking it's my brother. Oh. Yeah. So thank you for replying so nicely. No, that's time. all right. I got a selfie of you with the shaved head know, after I'm a day. No. Did like you get awesome. any nudes, Brad? Why, you, why would you send nudes, nudes to a brother? I'm just, I'm just asking questions. Dangerous not... Dave from Tasmania does that. What happened? <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, here's a suggestion. Big Bad Brad. Yeah, I've had that one so many times, but the problem with that is that I'm not a Big Bad Brad. I go to yeah. bed at 8 o'clock and I read That's a book right. beforehand be as well. Yeah. Actually, so... Rowan in the afternoon, I used to work with him at a radio station in Sydney. They called him Rowan the Ruiner. They did. He, everything he touched, he ruined. Oh. So maybe we'll get that one going for him. Yep, that is still the truth, by the <laughs> way. Oh, all right. Well, through the day, call up Brad and Rowan. Suggest what you'd like them to be called on the radio. Is there wacky DJ names? Yeah. I can't be boozy, Brad. Though I haven't drunk for like three months, so yeah. sorry that one's out as well. I'd like to state that I stabbed, and I'd appreciate nicknames being on air. <laughs> Stab Abby and Matt on Hit One Hundred Five. There we go. That's the podcast. Good on you for making it to the end. You'll never know how much you truly mean to us because this recording is about to cut out.